yeah. Shoot, man. Because it's not like when you visit Atlanta, if you're like, hey, man, you want to hang out? Everybody's like, yeah, what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here it's like, no, I can't. I have this thing that's in this weird place you've never heard of. <laughs> Are you ready? I've, I've never been more ready in my life. <laughs> wait, wait for it. The very first time oh, wow. that I saw your brown eyes. Right. Okay, no, make it stop. <laughs> promise, promise, promise. All right, <laughs> we're we're doing it. Are, are you a shy fan? I hadn't heard the song before that episode, and it really? just it just got so stuck in my head. Have you been listening to it since? <laughs> yes. Do you hit the high note? I can't. It's not my in my register. Friend. No, I could never do it. I don't even think I could do the the low end of the harmonies. <laughs> I could, oh man. Yeah, I I don't know. I but I you know I I like that style of music. You know, acapella. Uh, are more like '90s R and B, right? Yeah, that's when that's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, boys to men. Uh, guy is another one. Okay. Um, and I was obsessed with like I saw that new edition biopic, and I just got like really into all that stuff. The un the new edition cinematic universe that was on <laughs> BT. Yeah, I was waiting on the Johnny Gill solo movie. They didn't make one. Yeah, they I guess didn't they make didn't. one. He, I guess, I walked away from it knowing the least about him. Exactly. Yeah, and he's got a whole backstory, and he had well, albums with like Stacy Ladisaw, and he's not from. Boston. He's from uh, Baltimore. Like he's got a whole other. Well, thing they did, but they didn't make did. it seem like he was from Boston, though, did they? No, no. But I'm saying what I'm saying is we've seen Boston a couple uh, times, right? We saw yeah. the new edition. Did you watch the Bobby Brown? Of course. So you've seen Boston multiple times, but the, his backstory is Baltimore, and then he gets in this group with everyone else is from Boston. I also feel like he might have looked the least like. No, 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 no. The guy they had playing Ronnie DeVoe looked the least like him. Ricky Bell didn't look like that guy either. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, Ricky Bell, yeah. I feel like the Ronnie DeVoe is pretty good. He was tall. True. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? <laughs> it's hard. It's you... hard. If there were people who looked like other people... Well, yeah, well, they can't no sing brainer. or they can't sing or dance. It'd be or, a no-brainer, right? If you was watching Stranger Things, you was like, "Man, I think that's Ralph Tresvant." <laughs> then it would be a no-brainer, you know. That's true, but that that kid from that was the kid that played Young Ricky. I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay, I think. And then, uh, but yeah, I don't know. You could also tell Michael Bivens had the most influence over the whole thing. I, that might be true. Who? Has control over the biopic does affect the biopic. Very much so. Because, like, I was thinking about it, and, I mean, he, I guess, ha earned it. He seems like he did a lot of work for them. But, mm -hmm. like, I, you know, they really got into people's, like, drug addiction, like, relationships, all this stuff. But then all the shots of him are like, oh, man, like, I have all this work. I have yeah. to, all this work I have to do. He had to, he had to show his work. Jackson's an American dream. Produced by Jermaine Jackson. Hmm. That's why when Jermaine leaves the group, it's such an epic <laughs> moment. 
It's such a game changer, you know? Yeah, I hope I get control over the biopic if I'm ever a part of a group that does something excellent. That's why him and Marlon, they got beef. That's why Marlon's the one getting beat. Marlon Ballard? We see Marlon, <laughs> see Marlon Jackson getting beat. Damn. We see him having almost getting kicked out the group. Nobody else almost gets kicked out the group. And Jermaine you know? Jackson was like, no, no, we're including this because yeah. fuck this yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They almost became the Jackson Four. That was damn with the little kids. Yeah, you know a lot about this stuff. Way more than I do. I love the Jacksons in American Dream. If you haven't seen it, lose my number. If you haven't seen the Jacksons in American Dream, and you think you know me, get out. When was it released? It was originally on ABC in 1994. Wow. So it was a made for TV thing and they had him they had him VH1 would play it. Once they got a hold of it, they would play it. Okay. They'd play it almost every Sunday. Uh, to to pivot a little bit while we're on the subject. Did you see The Dirt, the Motley Crue biopic? I did not. Very different tone than the new edition. Uh, when did The Dirt come out? 2 years ago. Okay. All right. Jeff Tremaine directed it. Okay. Tremaine Jackson. Okay. Uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was. I liked Motley Crue when I was a kid. Uh, I played guitar and shit. So you know. Really. Yeah. Okay. I, I was in like a little band and stuff. A little. What was the name of your little band? We didn't have one. Y'all didn't have a name. No, it oh. never. It never really got past. Y'all with that all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never really got past uh, the basement. We're focused on the music, man. We're not focused on branding. We're not focused on the name. We're focused on the music. We had some serious creative differences <laughs> because I I was uh, would have liked to have thought I was the leader of the group, uh, but I couldn't sing. So I would basically have to get our singer to sing what I would if I was capable of it. But we had very different styles, and it was it was a disaster, Rob. Wow. It was a, just an absolute disaster. That sounds like a disaster. Well, this is the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. Uh, and Will Foskey. I'll be here with somebody. I'm here with somebody who is one of the most talented, most revered people in all of broadcasting. Where are you from? From... from Lincoln, no, 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 Norfolk, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the one and only Johnny Carson is here today. Yes, uh, it's it's an honor to be here, Rob. Johnny. Yes. I'm, I'm such a fan. Well, I, I've got to say I'm a tremendous fan of yours. As well. I really love the book Whoa. of Yay. Oh, my God. Wow. How did you posthumously listen to a podcast? Somebody dropped an iPhone in my cryogenic tank. <laughs> Wait, Johnny Carson's frozen? Y yes. <laughs> wow. I asked crazy. him not to put me next to Ed. Man, wait, Ed's dead? Let, hey, we were having fun. <laughs> we were having fun. Oh, no. <laughs> that sound can only mean one thing. That can only mean one thing. Ed McMahon of Star Search is dead. Dang, man. R.I.P. to every man pouring one out for Ed. <laughs> Will you do voices you could do, Johnny Carson? Who who else can you do? Oh uh, boy, uh, I'm trying. A boy, to, I'm trying. Let's to... hear the boy. No, what? All right, <laughs> let me let me let me adjust. Uh, who else? Who was I doing recently? They're all just comedians that we like know. Oh oh oh. Um, 
I learned I can do a pretty good uh, fuck with the must Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 is uh, Sam Elliott trying to host Saturday Night Live. <clears throat> Could you guys pair me up with Megan the Stallion? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan. Her her hips are wider than the DVD aspect ratio of Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Sam, why do you know about that? <laughs> or Insecure Sam Elliott is my favorite character to do. Okay, I read, Insecure I read, Sam Elliott. I read the YouTube comments. You may think I'm just some tough old cowpoke, but <laughs> <laughs> it hurts my feelings. What's the meanest one you've seen? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, YouTube oh, oh, comments. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Excuse me, I was having an episode. Uh <laughs> Uh, I I don't I don't care for the Colonel Sanders comparisons. I I grew up in Sacramento, California. It's a common <laughs> misconception that I'm from the South. I just have a really deep voice and like to go fly fishing with Johnny Carson. Weren't you a professor in the Water Boy? That w- <laughs> <laughs> medulla oblongata. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I need to. I, it's hard to think of it when I'm on the spot. Sometimes I'll call our, our our mutual friend Nick Murphy and just be like, "Nick, you're never gonna believe this, but the '90s Bulls are at my house." And he's just like, "Can we please not do that?" And I'll just be like, "I'll be Scotty Pippen and be like, it's okay to be. It's it's basically just Sam Elliott. Ah, Some that... sometimes Michael wouldn't pass me the ball. <laughs> That's just all I can do. And then Phil Jackson is my favorite one. Michael, Scotty. Yeah, uh, you, Michael. No, you know, Rob, the uh, the the Sioux Indian tribe would call you a Hayoka. It's a backwards walking person. So, Will, we have one rule on this podcast, and the one rule on this podcast: don't be white to, and do impressions of black people. You have to figure out. You have to figure out. You got fifteen minutes to figure out. You can. Okay. You just got to figure out what the rule is. Sounds good. Can we just continue it and I just try to assess as we move along? Of course. Okay. That is that is the typical strategy of this podcast. I have some questions that I can ask you. Okay. And also, can I ask this? Is it the same rule for every episode or does it change and someone has to? Ah, that's a good question. So far, it's been the same. Because nobody's gotten it? People have gotten it. Okay. They've gotten hints, and then they've gotten it. You know, people people have come up with creative ways to figure it out. All right. Do you have siblings? I do not. Only child? Yes. Only child in a Catholic, band. Catholic only child. Catholic. Ra- very only. rare. Rare. Okay. Very rare. Wow. So nev- never are you going to ride with who you're going to ride with home. It's always... Yeah, mom and, the dad, mom and dad are my nana and grandpa. Okay, okay. They're frozen with Johnny Carson. They passed away, so shout out. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they're from New York. Whenever I do impressions of them, people, I think, because, again, impressions, people think I'm, like, making fun of, like, Jewish people or something. I'm like, no, they're just from Queens. Like, that's just how everybody sounds. Yeah, yeah. Two cookies, William. That's always <laughs> that was my nana. Man, shout out to Nana. No more than two cookies, William. Would it be crazy if I asked you the same thing over and over? 
<laughs> I, with you, Rob, I genuinely never know what to expect, so no. Really? Yeah. You're, um, I, I don't know how to explain it. You're, you're very in control of your own reality, and sometimes uh, for people who don't know or understand you that well, it's like they have to come to you, I feel like. I'm in control of my own reality. More so than a lot of people I know. I've never heard it expressed that way. Yeah. That that makes it sound too cool. It can, I don't but think it can, what but it I can got be going though. on it can, is that cool. You don't have to do the comedian self-deprecating thing. I understand you may really feel that way, but that's that's just my observation. Dang, you really you really got me sounding like like a mutant out here. No, you're not a mutant. You I control my own reality. That's what Mystique does too. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Mystique, the person, the shapeshifter in the X-Men, she's blue. I'm sorry, I, man. I didn't have cable till I was like eight, and then I was just SpongeBob the whole time, slash Looney Tunes. I know. The X-Men came on regular TV. You're going to use the cable excuse? Fox Kids is for over the airways. Well, I I just I didn't get around to it. I was watching I was watching Arthur and and fucking Dragon Tales. See, yeah, right down the dial. I know. I you if out I here could, learning how to read I, and stuff. I know. Oh, Arthur! Now a word from us kids. Those kids could never get the glasses right. I know, man. But look, they made having a library card seem pretty cool. Come on, that, that was bars. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. mm Hmm. Also, Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, Jekyll, Hyde, Hyde, Jekyll. That's, that's another one. That's a great B-side. <laughs> yeah. That's a great B-side. They released them records real quick. Do you... I always you bring... Like the... <laughs> three minutes into the episode, two songs in. Dude, there was one episode of Arthur. I always bring this up whenever Arthur comes up, where there was that... Mo- there was a moose. There was a singing moose that was singing about everything that was going on, and it used to give me nightmares. I used to not like it when that one would come on. Buster Baxter, yeah. he went away and he came back. Yeah. Buster Baxter, That was Art Garfunkel. Away. That was Art Garfunkel. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. No. That was him. That's why they gave him the little afro. The same dude from that did the music in The Graduate did the song when Buster Baxter went with his dad. That is correct. That's crazy. I know. That's He's nuts. a sad, sad bunny. A sad, sad bunny. <laughs> oh, I forgot that about that. That doesn't sound sad. I forgot about the sad bunny. That's the one I always remember. I would always be scared that he'd come sing outside of my house, but it never happened. What if Bad Bunny is just a bad translation, and really he was referencing <laughs> Buster? He really was supposed to be sad, buddy. He's a bad, bad bunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That would make sense with all the memes that would come later for Arthur. Would it be crazy if I asked you the same thing over and over? Counterpoint, would it be crazy <laughs> if I answered the same every single time? <laughs> Rob, you're in control of your own reality. <laughs> what? I know. That's insane. And you can do the comedian self-deprecating thing, and that's Man, fine because that I'm... might be how you truly feel. However, that's just how I feel. That's that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> would it be crazy if I asked you the same thing over and over? No. <laughs> okay. Uh... Would it be 
Okay. Crazy. God, you're in such control right now, dude. It's so crazy. I asked you the same. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Fire the cue card person. Fire the cue card person. They were out of order. Over and over. I'm no, I'm <laughs> so much further from figuring out what the rules are. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> is the, is the rule that you cannot be lo- you cannot allow yourself to fall into any sort of understanding or security of what's going on? No. All right. No, it's very simple. That's, that might've been the craziest thing I've oh, ever done uh, on here. Uh, no, mm-hmm. no, nah, no cursing. Not not a rule, but if you don't want to curse, don't have a problem with that. Man, fuck that shit. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, we got a combo. Yeah. Um, not for network. No. Let's see. I think you got about about eight minutes. Okay. Do you have a stand ship? Is there someone that you're a big fan of? Sure. Uh, there's a few. Um, but that would imply that they like did something that like made that you have to defend, right? No, I, I think it's like the most heightened fanship. You know, you you go as far the the mental like your your thought process on this one particular artist or uh, entity in in culture. Hmm. Okay. Uh. That's a really good question. He's not. He's not doing. He's not doing so great right now. But I'm gonna go Bam Margera. Bam Margera. Yes, he was a very influential person on me when I was younger. I I liked that he was able to get a Lambo just from making videos and uh, skateboarding. He's doing terrible right now, and I'm I'm losing my standship for him a little, to be honest. How far does it go? How far does it go for Bam? Are you playing the video game? I've yeah, back when I had a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're watching <coughs> Viva La Bam. Absolutely, watched some yesterday. In in Jackass Two, when when Bam cries because of the snake situation, how are you do, crying? How do you yeah. feel? I I have, are you crying with Bam? I relate. I have animal related phobias. Okay. And I would feel the same way were my friends to throw them at me. Okay. If you if you saw it. Don or somebody from the Bam Viva La Bam universe in the streets. What you doing? I would absolutely. I would go up to them and be like, "Your your show uh, provided hours and hours of entertainment for me on a daily basis. Thank you very much." And walk away. Wow. Keep it simple. Wow. That's that's love. The saddest. I mean, the saddest celebrity death ever for me was Ryan Dunn. Man. He was really my favorite because he was like funny. Bam was kind of a douche, but I always liked him because he was like the leader. So the Steve O roast is that is that what got you into doing stand up? Yeah, After that, absolutely. You... <laughs> I, I had to, I was like, oh yeah, Amy, you're gonna talk about my boy? You're gonna talk about my boy like that? Not up in here. Uh uh-uh. uh, I'm gonna take you down. Where'd you grow up, Will? I grew up in Woodstock, Georgia. Okay. All right. It was weird, though. Um, for two summers when I was five and six, my mom was an author, and uh-huh. she uh, she wrote books about Asaba Island, which is off the coast of Savannah, Georgia. Okay. So I spent 
two summers of my life on a literal like remote island. There was only one house on it in a 94 or however old she was at the time. Your old lady lived there. I was there for her 100th birthday years later. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. So I was very much like, uh, I was a weird kid. <laughs> it doesn't get more isolated than being an only child on an island by yourself. Like I hung out with the pigs and shit. Okay. Yeah. There was a pig named Lucky. He was nice. Did you did you ever get to name any of the pigs? Uh, yes. There was uh, there was a piglet that had a white stripe in the middle of it, and I okay. named it Oreo. Very original. Wow. Okay. All right. There was another pig there named Paul, and they named uh, it was a piglet, and they named him that because he had like a little Elvis quaff uh-huh. after Paul Mitchell, and because uh, of the hair, I guess. And I thought because he had a name, he'd be nice, but he bit me. One of my you got er- bit by a pig. They're mean, dude. They're they're not like pink pigs. They're like the boars. But some of some oh, of them are are tame. So they got teeth on that like outside of their mouths type of thing. Some of them had tusks, yeah. But yeah. when they're piglets, they don't. Okay. But Lucky was friendly, and I assumed that you know he was Lucky's son or some shit. No, you Lucky. I <laughs> you Lucky. It ain't Peter. <laughs> He bit me, and one of my earliest memories was going, ow, Paul, like he was a person. Oh, Paul, my fault. That had done my something apologies. to me. It's all right. When I when I went back to the island uh, later, when the woman had turned 100, mm-hmm. uh, Paul was a full-grown pig, and he was the leader of the pig pack, which I thought was very funny because they let him be in charge because of the hair, Yeah, like, like in Gremlins or something. Man. I was like, man, they're superficial, even in pig world. What if that's where Gremlins got it from? They saw something like they that. They saw a pig, and then that's that's what made them. That's what got the whole thing started. I I mean, I tried feeding them after midnight, dude. Nothing cool happened. I was like, here you go, take the orange peels. <laughs> don't don't tell anybody. <laughs> but yeah, we, weird childhood, and then uh, moved to Woodstock, and then that's when things got a little more like normal or whatever. I moved okay. to like a neighborhood. And uh, people in my neighborhood grew up playing roller hockey a lot, which is why my dad like wanted to move there because he's from Canada, and he thought it'd be cool if like I did mm. that. So it was it was very very rocket power years for a while there. I did I did have an era where I was playing some street hockey. Yeah, we had a league in Woodstock. Y'all had a league, roller hockey league. Yeah, because ice was like a little too expensive. Like if you want to play ice hockey in the South, you have to have like blue blood, like yeah. generational wealth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but this the league was pretty cheap, and like it was pretty great. It was some of the most fun I ever had. It was like a full rink, but it was just concrete instead of ice. And uh, I played for like a couple seasons. Did y'all play with a ball or a puck? A puck. Okay. You play with a ball when you're like really, really young, but you know the little orange whatever puck with the little yeah, white dots on it. Yeah, I, I, I've had, I've had a puck. Okay, I've had a street hockey puck. Nice, dude. Did you have what kind of stick? Do you remember? Um, Was it an Easton? Nerf. Easton Sherwood. I had a Nerf stick. Okay. With the with the straight, you could be left hand or right hand. Was it one of the rubbery ones that you could bend either way? It was plastic. Oh, nice. So it slid on the, on the asphalt, you know, great. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. It was orange and black, and it had all this padding and stuff on it. It was fire. Mighty Ducks, man. It made everybody want to play. Come on, quack. And the Atlanta Thrashers. R.I.P. Quack. Yo, when the Thrashers left, they had a protest, and it was not enough people to stop traffic. <laughs> It was literally 12 people out there trying to save a team. It's more people working on the outside of Phillips Arena 
then <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. Now would protest. be now would be an excellent time to brandish the Atlanta Thrashers tattoo. I oh, let me see. Where is it? It's a it's a brown thrasher. It's perched, a brown thrasher perched okay. on a hockey stick. Oh oh. R.I.P. Thrashers. Oh that man, I had a Atlanta Thrashers, uh, fitted hat that I would wear in college, and it got me like. People roasted me so hard. I would imagine. And it's like, bro, but which understand? which logo was it? Was it like the above view of the bird, or was it the one where it was the bird like wrapping his arm around? It's the bird with the hockey yeah, stick yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the in the you know. It looks like wing. a bowl, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it was fire. It was a fire hat. People are haters, man. That they left in 2011, and I'm so sad. If I ever do stand up in Winnipeg, the first 10 minutes of my set is just going to be me yelling at them for taking my childhood away from me. Yeah. I used to go to games with my dad a lot. It's very fun. I never been, never been to a hiking game. Really? I'm part of the problem. Dude, next. I lived in Atlanta. Could went on Martyr and just went and seen. It would have cost Cole you. <laughs> Solid reference. Yeah. Yes. He was like one of the best, the best player we ever had. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. But, um, dude, we'll go to a Kings game when hockey season starts. I'll Let's come back out it. here. We'll go see the Let's Kings. Let's do it. They're going to be really good this year. Okay. Dope. Or the Ducks. It might be more fun to go see the Ducks. You've reached the 15-minute mark. Any right. <laughs> any ideas of what what the rule is? Hmm. And it's this is the rule applies to the guest or to everybody or everybody. Okay. Everybody. The rule is um I was going to say be yourself, but I've been doing impressions and it seems like you like that. You can, you know, I don't know. I feel like being doing impressions is part of you being yourself. Yeah. I I guess so, you know. But that's not the rule. Listen, Solid rule. Though. What happens if I get it wrong? Is it over? Are it's we not? not over. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. yeah, I was scared good. of this being over. No. Um, let me see. I'm going to look at you and start saying things and judge by your face if I'm getting close. All right. Uh, she's kind of she stoic. She might not know the rule. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the rule is... God, I'm, I have no idea how I'm ever going to guess this. What if I just... Uh, uh, I have no idea. All right, all right. I have to say something. I think the rule is... Uh, can I have a hint? Sure. Okay. Um, the rule involves the use of a device. Hmm. Okay. Really? Don't check your phone? That's not it. That's not it. We are we are not anti emergencies here <laughs> at the <laughs> Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. The rule is you wanna hear it? Absolutely. All right. The rule is you can't Google anything, you can't look anything up. Oh man. Everything that we talk about here is just what's in your brain. So if you know it, that's cool. If you don't know it, you can make it up. We can make it up. Like how Jeff Tremaine Jackson directed uh, the Jackson 5 movie? Sure. Yeah. Uh, for, from now on, that, that is law. <laughs> Tremaine Jackson, famous director. My name's Tremaine Jackson, and this is beating my kid's ass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like disco-y, kind of. I, I, I don't know if I, I... I'm not that good. 
No, you don't have to. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't do it either. We'll we'll get we'll get some hi hats going later. Yeah, yeah. We'll get some sixteenth notes. Will Fosky, do you think about other dimensions? Uh, uh no. 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 So you just you're just cool here. You don't think about other places where other stuff's going on. Uh I I feel like there's definitely life on other planets and stuff, but that's not another dimension. No, that's like other universes. I mean, I I've thought about it before, like the idea that there's like what is it the the infinite I forget what it's called, but there's like a, a, everything that could possibly happen happens in a bunch of different things. I've thought about that before, but I'm 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 a citizen of planet Earth, Rob. I I try to keep it that way so I don't okay. get overwhelmed. A citizen of planet Earth. Yes. It can make saying it like that makes me feel a little more grounded and less afraid of uh how everything is. You know, it's like we're all here on Earth. I guess so. I guess so. I guess you can look at it like that. When you zoom it all the way out, that's yeah. that's something that I have in common with some like kangaroo farmer in Australia or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, a citizen of planet Earth does sound like though that you would recycle. Yeah, I could be better about that. And I realized as soon as I got throwing things away, you because you grew up in the south and then yeah. coming out here, throwing things away. We throw things away where me and Rob come from. And it, throwing stuff away in pe- in L.A. people's houses is impossible. Because I'm like, which Trader Joe's bag does it go in? And then you look, and I'm like, there's like an orange peel and a DVD case. Like, does it go in this one? Well, see, like, New York got me in the recycle mode. Living in New York, because they're serious about it. I they're won't. like, you got to... You got to put that box in in the right place. Yeah. And then also, if it's got your address on it, you better peel that off or else they'll track you down if they find it in the wrong place. You know, like, it's it's serious. Wow. They're serious. It's too much trash. It's too many people. Or else the citizens of the earth will pull up yeah. with their aviators and take you to yeah. jail. Um, L.A., L.A. is pretty serious. You know, where we're from, throwing it away is doing a good job. It's like, oh, he he ain't throw it outside. He's doing good. He put it in a bag. He put it in a bag. You know. Okay, maybe I I misinterpreted the vibe of L.A. <laughs> no, 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 no. L.A. L.A. is a little a little different. You L.A. Know? L.A. is a machine of success, and a uh, machine of success makes waste. So I could see people caring mm. a little less about mm. throwing stuff away. I just found out that. Um, most of the plastic out there was produced after 2004. Hmm. I thought we were having a problem from the accumulation from the 70s all the way to now and the Native American crying commercial and all that going on. That stuff's nothing compared to after voter die, the... The plastic went crazy. I don't know what After it's going to After the college dropout came out, 2004, Best Week Ever was on TV. That's when the plastic went crazy. Why do you think that? Because, yeah, cause which, it's like, which is it? 
uh, boomers. What do you What do you want? It's the metal toys were too dangerous, mm-hmm. but then you give us the plastic ones, and now you're gonna die, and it's gonna be hot. And so the plastic has nowhere to go. Plastic was made from an accident. We can't we look at a, we can't look it up. We but. took an accident, and that's how they started making plastics. What was the first plastic? They stuff? was doing stuff with chemicals, and then they started making you know, started making stuff. Wow. Yeah. Just one little accident got one me all, all those accident. Legos over the years. Shout out to Legos. Come on, man. Great it's only child hard, toy. Sturdy plastic. Don't Gr- care about your feet. No, not at all. At all, you know? One of those flat you, ones gets up on its side. You wish a G.I. Joe's thumb could be made out of Lego material. <laughs> Weak thumb. You ever had a... The, the, the Danish, the, Rob, they're an industrious people. They, it would always be a little line when you know you lo- you losing that thumb. <laughs> Once you lose that thumb, that, that G.I. Joe is unarmed. They can't hold a gun. They can't hold on to nothing. All my old Legos, I'm pretty sure if they're still at my parents' house, still intact. Come on, man. I You rarely see a Lego with a crack in it. Nope, those are like, Mega Blocks. Man, you got a bad batch. Some real some real architecture going on into that. I wait, I got to bring this up actually. You so, got to. Okay, you're going to I think you especially will appreciate this. So I had a friend uh was a drug dealer for a very long period of time. Hey. And hey, then we this is a no snitching podcast. I'm not saying any names. Hey. I'm not saying you know, any names. We don't right. we don't know who they are. But but point is, when they decided it was time to stop doing that, which mm-hmm. they have stopped doing, statute of limitations, okay. all that stuff. That's what's up. Uh, their first little venture was they 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 were gonna sell knockoff Legos. They're called Lepin, and it is Legos. I guess they just take all the ones from the factory floor. Like it is, re- it's not crappy Mega Bloks materials. Okay, but it's called Lepin, and. Uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, the, there's a Millennium Falcon, and it says Star Wars, but it's, it's Star Winners. The A is just an N. Everything about it is still the same, though. And it's very illegal to get them. There's a bunch of Reddit pages and stuff about it. Lepin. 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 That's interesting. I'm fascinated by the world of Lepin. Yeah. He, they they ended up just getting a regular job and are doing fine now, but I kind of would have liked to have seen the Lepin timeline and, and what that all involved. Man. So the, so the drug game is the gateway to the Lepin game is what you're telling me. Apparently. Because my, my thing always was, I'm like, I, this this feels worse than selling weed. Yeah. Like, it seems like, first of all, you're going to just get arrested in a much more embarrassing way, probably make less money. And I don't know. It just it didn't make sense to me. Getting a bag full of tiny bricks <laughs> and, like, opening it and looking to see if, like, the little number on the inside. It just see, This sounds hilarious, though. This sounds like a hilarious thing visually. It is. To just see somebody with a briefcase... <laughs> And they got different Lego pieces, Lepin pieces and stuff, you know? That's what I was saying. I, I was telling him, like, I the way that a, a guy would sniff some of the Coke to make sure it's real or put yeah, it on his gums, yeah. they take that classic red two-by-four piece, and they're like, like, mm. <laughs> 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 they all come into the Lepin factory. And this plays. It's your boy, Yo Gotti. Leopard, leopard, leopard. Gucci Mane knows about leopard. Yeah. 
This that's what this song is about. That's what a lot of people don't know. He sells it by the pound, I heard. It's like I I know the song, but it's still it's still Rob, you have outdone yourself Come once on, again. Man. A true Come master on, of your reality. Wow. That that might be the name of my book. I might have to I might have to get you to sign that over. Of course. Johnny Carson will interview uh you about it for the press release. Would you rather be on a plane, a boat, or a bus? Or a train. I've been on all of those in the past thirty six hours except for a boat. So Wow. I'm gonna You say, can get on a boat here real easy. I've been on some boats. Um I've been on, on varying levels of boats. I've never okay. been on like a, a like a like a big cruise ship type thing. Mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. did that. Uh but I've been on like a pontoon boat before. Like okay. Lake Alatoona. A pontoon boat. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what's funny? The Leppin guy just bought a boat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm very excited for the pirate adventures with uh with the Leppin guy. That's crazy. Yep. They all they have to do, they got it for like a a deal that it just I mean just has to be ripping somebody off, but it they got it for a really low price. Wow. I they, I'm going to say it, I don't give a shit. They paid fi- uh $1500 for a boat. I'm like this thing's going to explode. But they're like they're rednecks, dude. They love fixing Man, things. Man, see, I'm imagining a whole different scenario where Leppin just got so lucrative for them that they had a yacht. Like I, like <laughs> my brain took it. It's actually totally made out of leather. Leppin. Is the craziest <laughs> part. All the pieces that break, they're like, here, we'll just we'll put it right in. People don't know you. The Lego boats would float if you super glue the Legos. That's the trick. <laughs> It, it might not float if, unless you super glue it. Nothing's getting tight. nothing's getting through, man. Nothing's getting. You through. use the smooth pieces to line mm-hmm. the top of it. The ones mm-hmm. that don't have the bumps on it, you're good to go. That's why they don't want you to have the lepping because they're too good. That's right. Too yeah. many too many people <laughs> making boats out of them on Lake Alatoona. Yeah. But yeah, dude, they're they're rednecks and they love fixing stuff. So I think it'll hopefully be intact by the end of the summer. I'll Before get to go on the boat. Three D printing. We had lepping. That's right. Um, fries, tots, or sweet potato fries? Fries. Just keep, regular keep, fries? Keep it classic. I didn't discover sweet potato fries until I was in my 20s. We are recording this in the past, but the day we are recording this happens to be National French Friday. Did you know that? I did not. Where's the best French fries in town, Rob? Where should I go celebrate? The best French fries in town. Mm. Should I go to <laughs> In-N-Out Burger? If you want them kind of cold. Yeah. And <laughs> and, 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 and vaguely Christian. Wait, what? Yeah. It's one of those. Really? Mm-hmm. It, but the, the sign is an arrow pointing down. <laughs> Well, you you would think the arrow would go <laughs> would go up if they were the, just the way your mind works. <laughs> you're right though. Yeah, you're right. It looks like it would be in like a like a uh, old timey Tom and Jerry cartoon dream sequence about you know him chasing Jerry too much and now he's going down. <laughs> 
They'd always that would be a staple. I watched a lot of Looney Tunes, as I mentioned earlier, and that was always whatever main character it was didn't matter, but a staple of those would be someone fell asleep a little too close to the fireplace, and then it would be like a trippy hell episode. Really? Mm-hmm. It might even be a little older than that, but yeah, I'm like a huge nerd about like old cartoons. Okay, what's your what's your favorite old cartoon? Tom and Jerry always made me laugh the hardest. I feel like it was the funniest. The dynamics between them. I liked that there was no talking. But Tom and Tom and Jerry and like Looney Tunes, they're like generations apart. Not real. Uh, it's funny. I actually know this. Tom and Jerry started in nineteen forty, like two or something like that. Yeah, that's that's World War Two. And the first Looney Tune was Porky Pig, which was in nineteen thirty six. I think. See. They are right. See, fair. Those kids are not. Those kids are not sharing the same nostalgia. But the Looney Tunes era that everybody thinks about was happening during that time, with like Bugs and Daffy and Elmer Fudd and all that stuff. That was all in like the like early forties to like early fifties. And really, that was, yeah. Okay. Okay. Dang, I thought it was more separated. I thought Tom and Jerry was like didn't come around to the fifties. And the Looney Tunes was around in the twenties. That was that was those crappy Disney cartoons. Okay, they really okay. weren't funny at all. It would just be f- steamboat, and yeah. They'd go somewhere, and then either the farm animals or furniture would just kind of dance for yeah. like seven minutes, and <laughs> sometimes there'd be some blackface going on, and that's 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 it. That's sad. It That's is sad. sad. You're in the like you barely got a story going on and you still got yeah. <laughs> they they really I mean they yeah. really shoehorned it in. Yeah, they shoehorned it in. They 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 had their gloves, they kept the gloves on. Yeah, it was a it was weird being like 8 or 9 watching them cuz there would be these DVDs of it. And then you remember Leonard Malton? You remember him? Yeah, I met him. Really? Yeah, that's the kind of people you meet out here in L.A. <laughs> Whoa, dude! I could be on a yeah. boat with Leonard Malton. You could be on a boat with Leonard Malton. He's cool. His his uh, daughter is cool. I met them at. I did a, a podcast. Never seen it. The live version, um, and we we did like a table read of of some some uh, scenes from movies. Written by people who never saw the movie. That sounds like a Shout lot of Shout out to fun. Kyle Ayers. But yeah, Leonard Moulton was there, and I was like, no, I've been seeing him on TV my whole life. That's crazy. He's he, cool. Yeah, he would come on and be like, we're going to air it intact because it was a different time back then, and we yeah. think we should discuss this stuff. Yeah. And eight-year-old me was like, I can wrap my head around this. Turning classic movies, they don't. they didn't switch it up. What do you mean? They didn't take out the scenes that are inappropriate now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, like what? What? What is an example? I can't even think of like I don't have enough of a knowledge it's, of those. It's in all kind of old movies. It's you know just what? A I can't think. Song I, and you'll be like, "Yo, I oh man, I didn't know they did us like that in this movie." I watched uh, Lolita, which is a problematic movie in so many ways. Okay, but the uh, there was a scene in it. What's Lolita? It uh, well. Have you heard of the Lolita Express, Jeffrey Epstein's plane? Um, uh, basically, Lo- Lolita is it's a it was a book written by a Russian guy in the fifties, okay. but it's it's about a man, a, an author who stays with this woman, and and he falls in love with her uh, like fifteen year old daughter, and. Th- 
What? Yes, the music cues are correct. The cellos are correct. Wait, wait, wait. And Epstein's plane is named after this? Yes, Rob. The plane that Bill Clinton and Chris Tucker got on? A hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent sure if if the FBI named it that, as in like we're gonna catch them on the Lolita Express. But if Jeffrey Epstein oh. named it, that is insane behavior, even for a billionaire pedophile. Oh, the FBI, they be getting a little spicy. They have to have their fun, you, you know? know. They have to figure out a way to make it fun. And shout out to the FBI, man. We love y'all. You know, sometimes. Hey, no beef over here with the FBI. Sometimes. We like your warnings at the beginnings of DVDs that you can't skip past. Oh, you took it back. Sometimes you, you talk to back. people. The FBI <laughs> had a presence in our childhood. Like, oh, yeah, you want to watch Space Jam? Just so you know. hear from the FBI first. Just so you know. Just so you know. The Bionicle movie is under serious surveillance. Hey. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Before you get lost in New York, the FBI. Mind your P's and Q's. Mm -hmm. The the FBI is on to you. And if you get the DVD version, you go ahead. Try to click the skip button or rewind. They're not going to work. That's illegal. You're watching it for the required amount of time. I would see that. I would see that FBI seal and straighten up in my seat. Sometimes there was a blue one and sometimes it was a red one. What's what's that about? a red one. What's that all about? The red one, you in trouble. <laughs> you see a red FBI thing, you are in trouble, boy. It's blue one time, and you watch it, yeah. and it's red again. You're like, what did I do? <laughs> I shouldn't I have brought my friends over to watch it. <laughs> I brought it to school. Oh, no. Damn, oh, dude. Oh, no. You're in trouble. I brought Power Rangers the movie to school, and it's a wrap. You know, I will say, though, I guess, sure, shout out to the FBI, but the, the clearly the... Everybody, I like. You'd think more people would be busted for the piracy stuff if if the FBI. There's bi- we have bigger fish to fry. That's okay? true. Okay, we got warehouses with lepin in them. That and the Lolita, <laughs> the the low lepin express. Yeah, the low lepin express. <laughs> Taking it all. Up. They bring all the toys to from China <laughs> over to you, the U.S. To the and my friend sells them to the other probation people's kids on Christmas. Because they got to have Christmas, too. It's not their fault. Do, do kids want the lepin? Kids probably don't. Kids probably are, like, the only people who don't want it. Here's the thing, though, Rob. I've done some extensive research on this. Yeah. And if you didn't see the box, you wouldn't know the difference. Oh. So it's one of them things where, like, you you tape the wrapping paper on it super hard. So now when you unwrap the gift, you messed it up a little bit. <laughs> And so now you don't even know. Yeah, it, you yeah. don't even know. I would, I would say it's the equivalent of like you know how every year for like the championships they got to make two sets of hats and shirts. You okay. know, okay. And that's why you see all these people in these third world countries, yeah, wearing like Seattle SuperSonics NBA champions or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's still a, a nice quality shirt. It was still manufactured by the NBA. You know, it's it, everything was above board up until. The Bulls beat, the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the it's the Lego version of that. Okay. I don't know how they get it. I imagine it involves a, just a tremendous amount of tr- child labor and, and attempted suicides, but Dang. hey, it's cheap. Dang. You got to get that Star Destroyer. That, man, that's sad, man. I know. If you're out here working in a Leopard factory, we got a number you can call. Um, just call Leonard Malton. 
call any yeah just call call somebody and talk to them about working in that factory because it's difficult um outside or inside as a child inside as an adult outside okay I spent, uh, you know, the island was outside time that I didn't want. So after okay. that, I was like, I've had enough outside. There's been alligators and snakes and pigs biting me. Okay, let's let's bring it in. Let's have some let's have some Lego FBI warning time. Okay, but now that I'm an adult, uh, traveling more for stand up, doing all that stuff, I'm like, let me see, let me let me touch grass, as the uh, Instagram people say. Touch grass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I don't know. I feel like we did comedy for a long time in the same city, but I might have been in a different, not like running to you that often. I'd see you sometimes and stuff, but I knew you were doing your thing. You started with like a whole crew of guys that were kind of new to the scene when I first started like traveling and moving around and stuff. And so... I would come back, and then you guys would be working the road and making noise and stuff. And I don't know. Are, are you referring to my friends at Ratchet People Meet? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I I do want to. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Please, let's talk about it. Man, that was the craziest introduction that that a white kid from Woodstock, Georgia, could have. I think. I bet. I it bet. was it was pretty crazy because. There were so many aspects of it that made it like weird, but also really cool. The way all of it started was I went to Kennesaw State for one semester before dropping out. Okay. And what while, year? Uh, this would have been 2013. So the mm. fall of 2013, I was at Kennesaw State. I did a show there with Ron G and Tyler. Really? Yeah. It was around that time, but it might have been. It might have been. Shout out Tyler Chronicles. Tyler Chronicles, yeah. One but, of the first hosts to put me on stage. Cloud yeah, Nine. Cloud Nine. I I used to be there every week until like that era. And then yeah. So well, yeah. So anyways, I was there and I was skipping class. I was literally skipping because I never I didn't go. I would just go smoke weed and watch Louis specials in my car. That's okay. like what I did when I was in college. Wow. And little did I know that was my college or whatever <laughs> stupid thing people say. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so and I remember that day I had an argument with my girlfriend because she was like, what do you want to do? And I remember mm-hmm. just saying, I want to be like Seth Rogen. And she was like, what, is, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. I just want to be a comedian. Yeah, and uh, and I knew he wasn't a stand up. Like I knew all about stand up and shit. But well, he was very early on. That's right, a teenager. I'm not wearing flannel. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so I'm I'm all high now, and I and I'm walking through the hallway, and then I just hear, "Hey, white boy," and I, huh? And then they're like, "Do you want to be in this?" And it was Emmanuel and Philip Hudson. And their producers. What? Yeah, and they were making a... I'm, dude, it trips me out every time I tell this story. They were making a sketch called Just Enough Academy, and the premise is they teach you how to get, like, a D-, minus, like, exactly enough to, like, not fail. Yeah. And they're like, all you got to do is just sit there and look like a bad student, and I'm like, you know, like, oh, my God. So I did, and they just thought I looked funny because I was, like, you know, 18, but sounded like this like yeah. just like a dry old person and so they asked me to be on camera and i think i cursed too much or something but they were like we we can't really use that but we think you're really funny and then uh malik their camera guy gave me his card and he was like 
are you a comedian? Ooh, and I was card error. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I want to be. And he <laughs> and he goes, all right. He's like, start doing stand up, and then you know, once you feel like you've gotten a little better, hit me up. Cut to a year later. I've done stand up a little bit now. And this was back in my in my wild times. I, I had taken some Xanax and was scooting around a Woodstock Kroger on one of the little scooty chairs. <laughs> what? It, it, there was a time, Rob. There was a time. I was I was a wild boy, just like Machine Gun Kelly. But uh anyways, I made some stupid Snapchat like they see me roll or whatever obnoxious, stupid white suburban kid bullshit. But then Malik saw the Snapchat mm-hmm. and was like Hey, we're doing a show. Come through. I want to introduce you to some people. And that show was the first socially profiled show that Ratchet People Meet did. So I met in one night. I met Nav, Marco, Erica, Moneybag. Wow. Uh, wow. I don't know who else. But then they were like, they were like, okay. This, I think they were. I at the time was like, I must be really good. But looking back, I think they were just like amused by just like how white I was, and they yeah. were like, let's just bring them around and just see what happens. And uh, so I got exposed to, I just remember, it, it literally went from Xanax at the Kroger to, like, smoking a blunt with Fetty Wap. You remember him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember remember yeah. Fetty Wap? Yeah, I remember Fetty Wap. It was, it was an interesting time. So there was all that. But then the one thing is, though, I feel like I was definitely kind of doing, like, the token white boy type of jokes. And, okay. You know... It's not really who I am, you know what I mean? I've always had, like, black friends and stuff like that, but I've never been like, yo, like, that's never really been me. Yeah. But I, but we had these, like, uh, manager-type like people at the mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. and so they would have us do stand-up for them and uh, instead of going to open mics. And, and Nav and Marco resisted and would just go, but I was just, like, a nerd from the suburbs. I'm like, I'll follow up rules, guys. And... uh I remember doing stand-up like a shittier version of how I do it now, and them saying to me, I'll never forget this. They were like, Will, black people don't like dry humor. And I was like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, Man. I was just like, that's such a dismissive thing to say about a large group of people. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I have experienced some of that. Well, you, yeah, very you dry. Know? That's what they say. I, well, I, I, I don't, don't want to. Yeah, it. I don't want to. I don't want to put you in a box. I mean that in a, in a good it. way. I like. You dry know, humor. I don't see it. She, uh, were you covered? Were you gasping? <laughs> were you like? He said the thing. Don't say that to Rob. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I'm sorry. It, it it is our time to listen, Rob. I apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's been put on me. I don't know why people describe my comedy as such, but. That it was is why, what it is. But that was a reason why I really looked up to you also, like starting out, because you would be in all those spots, like mm-hmm, like Cloud9, mm-hmm. Cats, whatever, but you just very low-key, like chill delivery, and it'd, it'd be killing. And that's what made me be like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, Man, wow. Because also I kept thinking too, I'm like, you know what I bet black people also don't like is a white dude pandering to them. You yeah, know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like if like you, it might get a laugh, like "ha ha, what an idiot," but like you're not. Nobody's gonna like stick with you after that. You know yeah, what I mean? They're not gonna love you, right? You know, and I think I think you want you want the ability to be your authentic self. You want the ability to you know be able to just speak stream of conscience sometimes. And yeah, you can't do that if you're doing a thing. Right, and it, it took a long time to kind of break out of that. But even then, like, of course, when they'd be like, "Will we have we have a sketch for you?" and I'm like, 
okay, what police officer and or person am I getting robbed? Am I playing in this one today? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I was mm-hmm. very kind of pigeonholed. Like, people, uh, other comics would be like, because they wanted to be in Ratchet People Meet and all that, they'd be like, oh, man, you're like Larry Bird on the Dream Team. And I'm like, no, I am like Christian Leitner on the Dream Team. <laughs> I am a college kid wow. that is lucky to be here. Wow. And is, is honestly not as good. Nav, shout out to Nav, the Charles Barkley of Ratchet People Meet. Man, no, no two ways about it. This analogy is way deeper than I thought it was. No two be. ways about it. DC was Jordan, obviously. Yeah. I guess what does that make? Marco, Carl Malone? I don't know. Okay, okay. This this is checking out. Okay, uh, 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 uh money bag. Who would he be? I'd say Pippin, because he's. I've always thought very underrated. Just as good as. DC, okay, just a little less. Maybe the tattoos hurt him. I don't know. Okay, but I, he's doing fine. I think he's got like shout out money bag. Money bag's listening. great. Money Huge bag fan. is a hilarious the, person. The uh, this analogy is the so... Rod Wave thing that he did. That I can't sleep at night. Did you? Yeah, did you? That's yeah. the greatest thing yeah. of all time. <laughs> he, dude, he would like do these like Shakespeare monologues sometimes. Like I can't stress enough like how crazy it was. Going going from Woodstock, that group Georgia. Sounds nuts. It was insane, and like, because people don't really know. Like, I mean, they're all super famous now yeah. to, to me. Yeah. But again, it hasn't like crossed over, and I feel like maybe almost even by design. Like, I feel like that's almost part of what makes eighty-five South shows so good. Yeah, is that they're just not, you know, for lack of a better word, taking the white man's bullshit, um, or anybody's, or anybody's. Yeah. Um, especially not Leonard Malton and uh, the FBI leppin people. But <laughs> in, anyways, it's just, it's so crazy because they were a big deal then. It was just such a weird thing that I just kind of got almost by accident. Yeah. But I felt like just a fly on the wall for some of the weirdest, like T.I. would come through all the time. I went to T.I.'s 35th birthday party. Really? Yeah. It was, to this day, probably one of the craziest experiences of my entire life. What did you wear to T.I.'s 35th birthday party? Are you trying to dress up, or are you trying to just be... Um, by then, Fosky, by the then, comic. I had kind of figured out that perhaps the flat bill was not the move. Okay, uh, and okay, that 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 it's time to start trying to be a little more of who I like actually am. I remember I wore, but I wanted to look nice. I I remember, I had a Ralph Lauren black. Uh, collared polo shirt with a red horse. Okay. I wore like a khaki, staple. Yeah, ca- a staple. Khaki denims and uh, white and black Air Maxes. Okay. I remember. All right. And I think a, a watch. So you you trying to blend? You trying to blend in? Were you still yourself? Yeah, the Air Maxes were a bit of a stretch. Very safe. But uh, the rest of it was very much uh, preppy Woodstock attire. Did you bring a flash drive or a? Uh, CD or something from your band to give. Man, that to- would have been great if I was because I'm in a I'm in a band now with some comics from Atlanta. Square Pizza, shout out! Um, shout out to Square Pizza! Shout out to Square Pizza, they're great. Um, if I had that, absolutely I would have. Okay. But the stuff we were making back then, no. <laughs> but but what's crazy about that though is, uh, I had been on at the time I had been on like a date with this girl, and I remember getting the call because it was going to be a free concert for uh and then followed by ti's birthday party and i called her being like hey we can go to like vip to a ti concert and then go to his birthday party what do you think she was like i don't really know if i can and i remember being like 19 being on the phone with her maybe i was 20 being like hey 
I'm going to ask you this one more time. Like, are you sure? And she was like, no. And I was in the car with my coworker who I had like just met this dude, Mike, mm-hmm. and he's hearing the call and I hang up the phone with her and he's just looking at me like, and I was like, Mike, guess what? We're going to T.I.'s birthday party. Wow. So I just brought this dude that I like didn't even know that well just because he was like there. And I was like, yeah, we got to like leave. So that's that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. And and yeah. it was a lot of stuff that was like that. Yeah. I mean, like I, we would go do to like did y'all go to any shows in like country towns? And oh, stuff? yeah. Oh, big time. And like, I mean, it was kind of funny because I think I was like. There were there were some sketchy situations sometimes. Oh yeah. But the what's so funny about it, what made them laugh is I, I was Dave Chappelle's friend Chip in like every situation we were going in. That's by the way what I love about that character so much is of all the ways to make fun of white people. I feel like Dave was the first one to just get that just blind confidence mm-hmm, to like any mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. in spite of not knowing what the hell they're talking about. Cause we would just be at these places. And I'm like, it's fine. What do you, it's fine. And people would just be like, ah, we, we probably are going to leave. And I'm like, why we're having a good time. Like I'm all drunk and yeah. shit, but it was all just so awesome. We would do these, uh, a lot of HBCUs. Those were okay. really fun to do. Um, we performed at the Rialto center, uh, okay. downtown, which is crazy. And then we did center stage, which was like, what? yeah, and I remember a lot uh, of history at Center Stage. Yeah, it Lapapalooza, was Comic View, dude. It was crazy, and and it's it was just crazy to be like, see how well DC's doing, and and Moneybag, Nav, Erica, just all these people, yeah, and be like, we didn't start together, but like the fact that we were, we had that that time, you know. We were in the the minor leagues together, or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just insane to me. That's that's cool. That's it is it is cool. cool, and I have so much love for all of them because they they really like. I thought of it as bullying me at the time, but like looking back, I was like, I really needed that. Yeah. Probably deserved it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, because there would be days, dude, where it was like. It felt like that school thing where, like, you might cry. Like, mm-hmm, it, there there mm-hmm. were some days like that for sure. But I just kept coming wow. back, and they were like, all right, I guess you're all right. <laughs> and then now, you know, me and Nav still I, – I try to keep up with all of them as much as I can, but me and Nav talk a good bit. He, I, he really liked the Barkley comparison. Shout out to Nav. Man, Will, your jokes ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> um – do you have anything you want to promote? Where can the people find you, find your stuff? Absolutely. So um, I have a podcast. It's just audio uh, right now, but it's called It Doesn't Always Have to Be Jokes with Will Foskey. And uh, it's just basically just me talking. Sometimes I talk to other comics. But the big one, I just released my debut special on YouTube. Ooh, ooh. It's not doing bad. It's been out. It's been out five days now. Five days. About to hit. I think about to hit 7k. Okay. I uh, I put up a little TikTok that got 2 million and that's been okay. he- that's been helping me a okay. lot. Okay. Uh but please check it out. It's called All Things Sacred, uh Will Foskey, All Things Sacred full special on YouTube and uh these are these are the jokes that I wrote over all these years. And uh if you come Hell see yeah. me now, I'm not doing those because uh I'm working on the next thing. Dope. Yeah, man. Dope. Did you, wait, you. did you ever put out a special? I put out an album. I oh, I know you had the album. A, I never put out a special. I like the excuse me. I like that joke a lot. Oh, thank you. That's um, like an all timer. But I'm wor- working on something. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, 
but yeah, we appreciate you coming through the podcast. Dude, I appreciate you having me. This was a great time. It, 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 it's an honor to be uh, in the Star Destroyer floor uh, building. Whoa, that's the one. That's the Marie Faustin noise. I keep up with the show. Tune in next time. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>